Hi, and welcome to Icon Underground Radio for the week of June 22nd, 2016. I'm Jen. I'm Alex. And I'm David. And I still haven't quite gotten over this week's More Than Meets the Eye, uh, but <laughs> we we will get to that at the end of the episode, as usual. Uh, we've got a brief smattering of news this week, and then some of us actually have some new toys to talk about a little bit, and then we will move on to the feels. Uh, so first up, uh, we have now got pictures of a San Diego Comic-Con Fortress Maximus. Hmm. Uh, he's He's got the Master Sword. He's uh, he's pretty cool. Yeah, he's... For- so does this one have... Hmm? He's Fortress Maximus again. And presumably, like the Metroplex they did before, yeah, I, I can pick out already. He's got some extra paint tops. Yeah. Uh, so he's got a little more detail to him. Also, he has a big old sword, <laughs> uh, which I think is really one of the, the bigger selling points here is he's got the Master Sword, uh, which is something that he had as a character in the Headmasters cartoon. Yay! Yep. This also has a really cool in-packaging pose in the box, and then the back of the box is a neat pop art interpretation of his head. <laughs> yeah, he's just in the box. He's just standing there, you know, with one hand on the the handle of the sword and one hand sort of on the on the guard, and he's looking pretty knightly. He's looking pretty last knightly. Uh, presumably, he is not actually the last knight, but oh, that'd be amusing. You know, but doubtful. That would be interesting, but yeah. Uh, though in in last night news, uh, a, a familiar name from the 90s, Mitch Pelegi, uh, Agent Skinner from X-Files, is going to be someone or other in, <laughs> in Transformers 5. Yay, more, more X-Files ties to Transformers series. So uh, so that's pretty cool. He's pretty cool. Maybe he'll be the Frasier this time. He'll be the Frasier. <laughs> well, it's him or... <laughs> Oh, who was it? Uh, Anthony Hopkins, was it? Sir Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. So one of those two is probably going to be the human bad guy, because there always seems to be one of them. Yeah. And if you have an Anthony Hopkins, you're going to use your Anthony Hopkins as your bad guy. Yeah. I guess. I mean, he was a good guy in the Thor movies. Yeah. As oh, Grumpy Dad. He was Odin in the Thor movies. <laughs> I'm not sure that counts as good or bad. <laughs> I guess that depends. I, I guess, yeah, I was going to say that depends on whether you're talking Marvel comics or mythology, but even then, you, that, that <laughs> is also, in both of those cases, arguable. Uh, but, uh, and and in the next one, he'll probably be playing Loki pretending to be Odin, which, uh, which is be fun. fun. Yeah. Uh, but, but yes, so that's a uh, interesting name to see pop up there. I'm glad to see it. Uh, who else might be in Transformers 5, you may be wondering? It could be you if you are in the Detroit area uh, for the next couple months. Uh, they have put a call out for extras for Transformers 5 because they're going to be filming there. Uh, presumably it will continue. <laughs> I always thought last time Detroit was going to be playing the bombed-out ruins of Chicago. Uh, <laughs> but I guess it's just playing itself. Uh, which might as well be the bombed out ruins of Chicago. Yeah. Uh, if if you are going to be there, uh, you can, and you are interested in being an extra, you can send an email to the totally legit sounding email, transformers5extras at gmail.com. 
at least it's a Gmail, but still, that's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it appears to be legit because this was given out by, like, an actual person from the crew, like their extras casting person on some Detroit morning show. So presumably it is actually legit. It just doesn't sound very legit. So that's that's kind of exciting. Uh, I'm down in Ohio, but sadly I am not close enough to commute to Detroit, alas. Uh, and in other toy-related news uh, and convention-related news, uh, it looks like uh, pictures are out now of uh, either the packaging or some promotional stuff. I guess it's promotional because it says coming soon uh, for the... G.I. Joe featuring Ninja Force and Transformers set. Yeah, because uh, Fun big. Pub apparently th th they're still running JoeCon for at least two more years because JoeCon was this yeah. weekend and they still have it. Uh, that seems that's odd. kind of yeah, that's kind of a sure sign that Hasbro really has no plans to do anything with the brand. Which yeah, is sad. It, it's kind of it's like yeah. well, either we let them keep it after we took Transformers away. Or there's not going to be any G.I. Joe this year. Yeah, it's so, yeah. it's like, we'll take the good property convention away from them, but <laughs> eh, we weren't going to do anything with G.I. Joe. Yeah. Uh, but yes, that's the set that has the Ninja Force Scarlet, uh, Dr. Biggles Jones, mm -hmm. uh, a clear hologram-style G2 Megatron, a early 90s Cobra Commander, a Marvel Comics Colors Ratbat, and yes. apparently, apparently, Toaster, which, David, you said you think maybe was in some official thing. Yeah, I, I think it did actually list that it is supposed to. It's, it's a little blaster redecoed as, well, sort of a toaster, but it's not really a toaster. It's <laughs> Although, wait, it's, Toaster it's was like, supposed to be like Blaster's cousin or something, I think. His his in, brother. In letters page. Oh, brothers. Oh, it, it kind of makes sense, but yeah. And there's yes, uh, it's, it's a letters it's an old UK letters page joke <laughs> that sort of stuck. Yeah, and the other joke is from a German comic that miscolored a ravage as green as black cat. Or at least I think well maybe somebody named a black cat later, but it's a, it's a green ravage. He's a non transforming black, though, he's one, green. but it's a really nice one. <laughs> but he's green, that's not black. Mm -hmm. He's a green <laughs> Okay, fine. I I am really excited about the the Doctor Biggles Jones because, as I think we have established, <laughs> I am a big G two nerd. Yeah, and 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 I kind of want a Rat Bat because it didn't come yeah. with the American version of Soundwave that had all the little guys, the masterpiece one. I want a Rat Bat. Rat Bat's the best cassette. And if you don't have a Cobra Commander yet, that is the puppy kicking version. Yep. It's it's a very good Cobra Commander, and he comes with a little... Actually, is that a Megatron pistol he comes with? Yeah, it, it's one they've used before. Looks like yeah, he does... The SDC set, C sets have used before. Yes, so he's got a little Megatron pistol before he built Megatron, his body with the railgun, and etc., etc. Oh, man. That, that crossover, man. That was a fun <laughs> crossover. It was. <laughs> uh... And finally, uh, some video game news, sort of, if you count mobile as video games. Sorry, I'm, I'm <laughs> going to be a horrible snob. 
but I've I've heard that it is fun. Uh, the Transformers Earth Wars game is now available for download. Hey, for uh, iPod devices and Apples and things and Android, so I can't play it. Yes, <laughs> it is on iOS and Android devices. Uh, I I personally haven't downloaded it because I I don't like playing. You know, like 3D games on my tiny phone screen. Well, it's not that. I mean, it's, it's a Nexus 5X, so it's not super tiny. But yeah, I haven't had a lot of luck with that personally. Oh. Also, I downloaded there's... it, and the first two things you see are a warning that the game contains microtransactions. Of course. Yeah. And then in what is, as they put it in the press release, Transformers Earth Wars offers players an engaging storyline and incredible gameplay experience. The game harnesses the unique strengths and abilities of hundreds of characters from the Transformers lore, which really helps it to stand above existing real-time combat strategy games and delivers on the Transformers' promise of more than meets the eye. Which... (laughs) So it starts out with a a mission statement from the boardroom. Yeah. That's... I mean, I I just have to... Also, I, I... I don't usually go in for anything that's got microtransactions. No. There's some that I do, some that I don't, but when you're selling me on this is the best of Transformers storytelling and I'm hit with a one-two punch of this has microtransactions. Now, choose a side. We will give you zero context. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what does just that gameplay-wise? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've like I said, I've seen some people on Twitter having fun with it, and that's great. Uh, if I had a, an actual tablet, I would probably play around with it. Uh, but yeah, I'm just never really picked up on uh, playing games on my phone uh, in any context except uh, bathroom breaks. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, give give me a good match three and. That'll, that'll get me through. So that is our news for the week. Uh, so yeah, some of us actually got some toys. That's pretty mm-hmm. exciting. Uh, I got Victorion. And David, you got some BotCon stuff? Yes, I finally got my BotCon toys. It, it took a while to get shipped to me, but yeah. I haven't Yay. actually opened them all, but Yay. the head sculpts are, well, we've talked about the ravaged Tigatron head, and yeah, it there's space behind it in the transformation. It could be, like, at least half a centimeter almost, or a quarter of a centimeter bigger. It's just so flat. It's weird. And the the pterosaur head is very nice. It just has a cowl in the back, so he can't really look up at all. And the ram so horn head So did you get, is, like, the, okay. the box set? or I got the box set and the combiner limb extras and pterosaur the attendee. I didn't get the Megatron or whatever the other things. Uh, Air Razor. Oh, okay. I just I got the combiner limbs because I like combiner limbs. <laughs> the decos are nice. That's... The the heads are a little. Eh, they need more paint or more detailing. Yeah, that that seems to be a thing with those. The little. Um, I think they were done by the four horsemen, the guys that sculpt the He-Man toys. I think. Oh, really? Wow. I think so. I think it was this year they did it. Let's go to the huh. Google. <laughs> so how is the combined form for Pentapreticus? I don't know. I've only taken Ramhorn out of the box yet. I'm, I'm slowly taking them out one by one. So I don't do them all at once. 
I guess I could have done that with mine. Yeah. The but comic book is almost good, but not like I think it's more hampered by the characters they had to work with because they had to add Tigertron and Air Razor into a pre Beast Wars story that kind of mucks uh, it up. Why would you do that? Why? And Predaking gets killed, which is a little weird. Like the the Predaking that is part of the, the toys for the show. The G one Predaking that... gets killed by Tripredicus. Uh, I was gonna say it would be kind of weird to have your like big feature show characters get killed in their own comic. <laughs> that would be sad. No, no, no. It, it, and it's... it would not be unprecedented for Fun Pub. <laughs> no, I guess that's true. No, uh no, none of the guy, none of the toys actually die. Which is nice. Yay! Some of them, like Pterosaur, don't get to do much, but... Aww. Well, yeah, so I I got nice big box set of Victorian, and, you know, funny thing is, uh, prior to that, uh, the only Combiner Wars stuff I had bought, uh, I mean, not including stuff like Ultra Magnus, who is only really sort of tangential... Uh, but I got all the Aerobots, except I didn't get around to buying Alpha Bravo before Quickslinger was available. So I basically never got around to getting Alpha Bravo. Oh, so well. all of these molds were new to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's Despite being a bunch of remolds. So, uh, yeah, I, I can definitely see, I mean, I could have said this in the pictures too, but it, it does feel a little bit like, uh, her colors are sort of hindered by being locked into that set two-color color scheme. Yeah. Because there are, I mean, like with the aerial bots, and they're even just, you know, very G1 accurate, but they've got, you know, like highlight colors and accent colors. And yes. Little bits of gold here, little bits of orange there. Yeah, they're mostly uh, red and white and black, but they have other colors mixed in. Yeah, and even then, that's three colors. Yeah. Skydive's gray, and like all of their jet modes are different colors. So, I, but I, I also see that if they wanted to do it as a fan poll, they were going to have to try to keep it simple like that. Yeah. So, it's you know I I I can allow it. I mean, as a group, I'm definitely still getting the hang of them all as separate characters. Uh, I have had them for about three days now, and I'm still, like... Because I just... I don't even like the combined robots as much as I like interesting teams. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's that's why when, when we've done the robots in disguise or adjectiveless Transformers stuff, I always complain about Superion always being combined, because it's way more interesting to me to have the interest to have the team members interacting than have them all be a combiner or maybe have the team members deal with what it's like to also be <laughs> part of this bigger gestalt thing but not just punching things. So basically what I'm saying is I really want to write a bunch of Torchbearers fanfic right now. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> I I may have to go for that. Uh but yeah, I mean like I said not having had the any of the molds before. I, I definitely like them. They're all very much Combiner Wars toys. Uh, it is kind of neat how they're different. Uh, you know, they, they managed so many different ways to do what could basically be either the legs flipping down or the legs pulling out, uh, which was 
yeah. so much of the actual original Scramble City toys. Uh, I really, really like Pyra Magna by herself. She oh, just yes. looks very, just great. Uh, and yeah, I I don't really mind having the two helicopters because they're sisters, and I am such a sucker for siblings. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, but well, with, with uh, the limited color palette, their their deco flipping isn't quite as noticeable. It's really yeah. subtle. I'm, I'm yeah. going to forget which one is which within a week or a month. No, I will sear it. I will sear it into my brains, and soon I, w- I will be defending their individual personalities with the same fervor that I do for the Aerobots now. <laughs> uh, <but laughs> I, I do find the helicopter molds uh, rotors really, really annoying. Yeah, they they just get kind of no place for them to go in robot mode. That looks nice. Yeah, and I noticed. The official, like, the the instructions tell you to put the helicopters as the legs and the cars as the arms, which doesn't make any sense to me because the cars are already on the ground and the helicopters are already in the air. I actually kind of like that because it's a reverse (laughs) of the standard. Like, usually the aerial guys, like on Bruticas, the the jet, or the the space shuttle and the helicopter become the arms. To Victorian, it's the opposite. It's interesting because it kind of looks nice with her big, beefy (laughs) arms. But it, it, it is. But there's different. a good reason for that. Yeah. Well. But yeah, I, I can see that. But uh, yeah, there. Uh, I it took me a bit of fiddling to figure out how to put rust dust onto the chest, but yeah. I, I finally got that sorted That's out. The, I and finally I really, figured really out like how to head. put it on when I got Victoria. Because I've, I've had Defensor for a while, and, and I would put uh, Groove on wrong. A lot of things mm, show him yeah. upside down, but it's like. There's a weird interlocking of different things I never noticed before until I was putting Victorian together. Yeah, I had to take a close look and go, well, here are some tabs, yeah. and here's some slots, and there are these posts that haven't gone into anything in any of her other modes. Oh, here's some holes. So, so yeah, it especially because Victorian's instructions are tiny. <laughs> They're just... <laughs> so small. A lot of transforming them was just looking at them and saying, well, this looks like this opens up. This <laughs> looks kind of like what this says. Uh, I really like the head. Uh, I really dig the whole sculpted eyes behind a clear piece of plastic visor. Oh, yeah, that's really nice. Uh, that is always a cool effect. That that always makes me happy. So, so yeah, as a whole, I, I really like them. Uh, they are my second combiner, and I am excited <laughs> that they are, you know, all new molds to me, except for that two of them are the helicopter. But that's mm. fine. Uh, that counts as the only remold I have from Combiner Wars. Uh, so, yeah, they they will be hanging out with the aerial bots on my desk and hoping that my cat doesn't knock everything down again. Well, she's got... Well, so, no, yeah. The, the feet are sturdier and not sturdy at the same time. Yeah, I've... I've had pretty good luck with her feet. I mean, the one time she was on my coffee table, and I, I my cat is like 14 pounds. He's a giant baby. <laughs> and he just came along and laid down and then stretched out, just like sweeping everything off, and, and he knocked her off the table. But I think she managed to stand until she got to the edge of the table, so that's something. Oh, uh, maybe I've been doing the heels wrong then. <laughs> I, I think it probably helps also that I have her legs separated a little bit. 
So she's got a pretty wide stance. Yeah, I, I was trying to do sort of a dynamic pose, and she kept falling over. So now she's just standing stock still. Yeah, uh, mine is standing fairly straight with her her you know feet apart a bit, and then one arm sort of reaching a little bit, and then one arm with the sword pegged painfully into her hand. That's I've I've got a supply of the sort of uh, clear rubber bands like they use in toy packaging now, mm-hmm. except they also sell them for hair. Huh. And uh, I I will probably have to just rubber band her sword into her hand yeah, into the uh, grabby part when, of when I'm not displaying them all separately. Yeah, it is kind of tight. I I have her just sticking the sword into the ground. Yeah, that's a nice one. Uh, I, I have heard that there were some assembly issues with Pyra Magna, but I have not run into any of those. Uh, also, I I will note that I personally ordered her from a guy on eBay who had them at a perfectly reasonable, like, $98 in free shipping. Ooh. Uh they do not appear to be a scalper, which is always good. Yeah. Uh, they just appear to be somebody who sells toys to people. So so that was nice. That was better than having to pay, like, Target or whoever. And, you know, it's it's a small business, etc. So that was, that was a good thing to find. Uh, so, uh, more than meets the eye. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Sadness. So, uh, since since we had so much else to talk about this episode, we're not going to do the whole full recap thing. No, because we, so, we could spend an hour what, on it, but no, what, no, it's just highlights. What What'd you think, guys? <laughs> oh, it, it's it's people have started dying, and I'm I'm sad. Oh, you're you're sad because of skids. I'm I'm sad because old man and dog have been broken apart. Literally. He's a cat. He's a cat. cat. Ravage. Rat Ravage ripped. Little Kitty was ripped in two pieces. Two times in my life have I seen Ravage ripped into two pieces. Yeah, I was going to say that that was the... That was the second of of two Transformer movie references in this issue. Uh, What was the other Uh, one? The, the first being, it's actually not quite the right quote, uh, but Ultra Magnus or, or Maximus Ambus. And I really, really love that he's got little turrets in his shoulders for <laughs> Swerve and Rewind. That is so great. Which I love stuff like that. So great, but then Rewind is like, but, but I need to talk to you about oh, your brother. Right. And he says, I can't deal with that right now. <laughs> Which is... <laughs> It's a joke that's been made before with Magnus, but this time it actually felt like they'd earned it. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's an entirely reasonable time to be saying that, because, you know, they're they're kind of of fighting. Not dying. Yeah, they're busy. Uh, So, yeah, he's got the little turrets in his shoulder. There's a man, Overlord, though. Yeah. Overlord. Not. I am surprised that Chrome Dome just wails on him successfully. Well, yeah, well, I mean, presumably it's because they've so so they've gotten all powered up, uh, which the we start in Meteor Res, uh, and then flash back to them getting powered up. Uh, but basically, uh, this a similar thing to what they did to well to what happened to Tailgate Spark before. 
uh, they they are able to recreate in a way that gives them all sort of a, a quick charge. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, Chrome Dome does at least have super punchy powers. Uh, but I, I'm on the fence whether I believe Overlord is even telling the truth or whether he's just being an asshole. I think he's just being Oh, I'm over. sure he made up the most convincing possible yeah. way to piss him off. Yeah. Though, I mean, he doesn't... I don't... I'm trying to decide whether he would know that Rewind called him Domi. But he was kind of in... He did kind of reverse the... Uh, the Nemo surgery thing, so he might have, or maybe he's telling the truth. Maybe. <laughs> no, I, I think at the very least he's exaggerating the truth, just to twist the knife in Chrome Dome. Yeah, it's, it's not. I I like couldn't even let it sink in. It was so horrifying. So Overlord is terrible. That's why we like him. <laughs> yeah. So so yes, uh, they. Decided to try to recreate what happened with Tailgate, which is basically, you know, having a super traumatic thing occur. And they do this, Skids volunteers for this uh, by asking Chrome Dome to finally let him remember what it is that, that you know, he's been forcing himself to forget. And I have to say, in the bit where he's hearing the Imperium's Imperium suite, and he goes, is it getting hot in here? Yeah. It's like, oh, oh boy. Oh boy. That that just made it so much easier for Chrome Dome. He didn't even have to stick his fingers in Skids' head. He just had to say a couple words to remind him. Yeah. And yeah. And then he remembered on his own, which was apparently enough to to make it, to to make him wish himself to, to death. Yeah. I I was going to say he he wanted to die to death after that. <laughs> Because, yeah, where where it had sort of supercharged tailgate with him, uh, with Skids, it's, you know, as, as Ratchet says, because I just pulled that page up, says, I expected his mind to shut down, but his spark is the size of a pinprick. Yeah, so, it, it was too yeah. much for him. And, and then, yeah, Ratchet sort of... Oh, and Ratchet reveals to Megatron that the the fool's energon was actually just a placebo. Yeah, I know, that was like, wait, what? And, that was okay. That, that was a turn I didn't see coming. I feel like everyone guessed that. Really? It's, it's no, like, that's just me. Didn't. <laughs> I I hadn't guessed it, but it's great because it's kind of like the the you had it in you all along trope, but reversed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were holding yourself back all along. Yeah. Uh, and then what spurs Megatron into action is seeing that that other. Movie references Ravage oh. getting torn in half. Yeah, on no, a screen. Oh, Ravage and, and, and Megatron. Old man snaps. Oh, yeah, because it's because it's Ravage. It's his cat. Yeah. I mean, you know, also his best friend and probably the only one in the on the ship who he's truly trusted for a long time. So yeah, I mean, it's not just his cat, but still, that's. That's what pushes him into action. I I thought Ravage was going to be gone at that point, but yeah, he may not entirely be dead. I'm glad he wasn't. Hard to tell. But oh, they rescue him like very deliberately. So yeah, yeah. If they're just saying, "Oh, he died off panel anyway," that would suck. Yeah, and uh, and and then yeah, Skids Skids wakes up just long enough to say he has to tell Brainstorm 
presumably about how Quirk died, which is pretty sad. Uh, But yeah, I was never really clear on whether that was like a reciprocal thing between Brainstorm and Quirk or if that was just one-sided, but... Mm. I suppose either way, if if you're the fr- if you're somebody's friend, you're probably going to know who they have a massive like life changing crush on, yeah. Uh, regardless of whether it's reciprocal or not. Uh, so, so yeah, Skids the- dies, and yep. it's it's sad. <laughs> and then Brainstorm finds a statue that should have Skids on it. Yeah, but on on the Necrobots world, when somebody dies, their hologram statue goes out, and Skids' hologram statue has gone out. Yeah. Uh, so so yeah, that's man. You know, I I kind of called it, but I called it for like the wrong reason, which is mm. that I I thought that like he and Nautica, I mean she you know did the whole Amica and Dura ceremony with a bunch of them. Yeah. I thought she was like gonna say something specifically to him uh and i have to say at the end when she's like when when they all get back inside and she's just like holding his dead body was (laughs) oh man that was that was rough yeah his body's turned gray so we know he's dead which is hard to tell with ravage if he's dead because he's already gray and black yeah well I mean, he's he's okay when they take him off the battlefield. Yeah, he's uh, sort of there. Velocity, who I just now just want to call Lottie all the time, since <laughs> that's what everyone else calls her. She she's tending to him, but also I really appreciate that when when Megatron comes out on the battlefield and he gets to ravage, he just picks him up and he's like, "It's okay, I'm here." Oh. Like, ah, <laughs> Well, another awe is yeah, that Deathsaurus is ordered by Tarn to send his troops in to be cannon fodder for Megatron, and he's really reluctant about it. Yeah, uh, Deathsaurus is not happy about that. He's not. Also, both on one of the incentive covers and in the story, we get to see Deathsaurus's alt mode now. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's more uh, dragon-y it, than the old yeah, kaiju thing. I, I sort of wonder... I guess maybe it was just supposed to be a kaiju. Uh, on the, uh, I've I've mentioned before how uh, there there was usually some interesting English on the packaging around back then, uh, and usually saying what they turned into. And in his case, it just said he turned into Big Bird. And I all. I kind of wondered if there was some sort of like specific Japanese creature that didn't translate, but that he was supposed to be. But bird? I guess he's probably just sort of a bird dragon like kaiju. Yeah, just go, going with bird just seems weird. Yes, not not just bird, big bird. Big bird. <laughs> it's, it's all one word. But he transforms from bird big bird to robot and again. Because they never say and back again. They always said and again. <laughs> I I also like when he's looking really reluctant and sad. Also, his second set of eyes on his helmet are also sad. Yeah, and, and he looks down at Nickel and <laughs> Nickel was shooting people with a sniper rifle. Well, the guy that turns into a sniper rifle. So I guess well, she's yeah. not having a turn of heart, which I kind of expected to come. Well, think about this, though, earlier. Uh, she was the one who shot Chrome Dome and got him to stop beating up on Overlord. 
Yeah. But she shot him in the arm. Mm, it's hard to tell. And when when you're a sniper like that, you that's intentional. So, but yeah, I, I I'm I'm interested to see what's going to happen with her after all this calms down. Uh, but but I did like her her sniping with Voss. I like Voss. Yeah. Uh, so so yeah, Death Source orders everyone to to attack, and he doesn't really want to. So yeah, that's seeing Tarn sort of manipulating Death Source into all of this is is definitely some interesting stuff going on on the yeah. Decepticon side of things. Uh, but yeah, Rod- <laughs> Megatron hands Ravage's front half off to Rodimus, and Rodimus calls him Captain. Yeah, he says your crew reporting for duty. That's touching. And then but, Megatron just yells yeah. at him. Megatron yes, angry. hands ravage to him. So they they blow up Megatron's gun, and Overlord and Tarn and Deathsaurus are all there. And uh, no, not Deathsaurus. Just Overlord and Tarn. Oh, okay, because there's three guns at the end, but well, I suppose... Tarn has a double. Yeah, I suppose there's that. Uh, he's He's got a double cannon on his arm. Yeah, he's more Megatron he's than Megatron. As... Yes. Uh, but yes, everyone, uh, all the, the Autobots have gotten inside and Monica is holding skits. Um, it's going to take me a while to get over that, man, because that's... Th- and that's the thing with this comic, is it's very, very good at showing you the characters caring about each other and making it that much worse. Yeah. Because... Yeah. And and that's something that I mean I think I've said not enough Transformers fiction in the past has has really accomplished. Uh, I think I wrote an essay on that one time on one of my blogs <laughs> about how there was a, a panel from an old UK comic uh, where there's like some Furman red shirt who just gets you know shot in that one panel, but someone behind her him is going like. Truffer or whatever it is. No. It's like just by adding that, that one little thing of that one other character caring about this other character getting (laughs) shot adds significantly more emotional weight to the story Mm. uh, or to that one panel of that one guy. You care just that little bit more where you probably didn't care at all before. Uh, So, yeah, it ends with three chooms going off and Rodimus looking concerned Surprise. and that's it and our teaser for the next issue though says something about the four terrible words millions of years old that gave the decepticons their name so uh you're huh. all being deceived i'm just yeah so like what are we being deceived about you are being deceived oh that was you're being deceived yeah. So what are we being deceived about? Uh, about who Tarn is, maybe? <laughs> we still haven't found that out. We no, have one we issue haven't. left of this arc, and we still don't know who Tarn is. We've gotten some more hints as to who he might be, but... but yeah, we've eliminated <laughs> some possibilities. Yeah. Maybe next issue will be an entire flashback to how he became Tarn. Yeah. I, I have to say, I mean... It seems like this is probably the the end of the body count. Probably not, though. I mean, there's got to yeah. be something next issue. I'm kind of surprised there wasn't more. Yeah. 
somebody else is going to die. Yeah, yeah, it is kind of surprising that only two die that we see. Oh yeah, Nightbeat hasn't died yet. Yeah. I I definitely say. I guess I was kind of glad to see that Ravage was at least had survived that because when he got torn apart, I was like, I did not see him getting killed. Not that quickly, no. No, but yeah, Skids has always been like. Like, ever since I was a teenager and started discovering the G1 comics, Skid has been, Skids has been one of my favorites. So, so that's, it's sad. I'm sad. I'm very sad. Old man and cat. Yeah. (laughs) So I think what we're being deceived about is who opened the fire in that last panel. I think so, too. Because, for one thing, I feel like Megatron... When his fusion cannon got shot up, I kind of feel like he surrendered too quickly considering... Yeah, he was Well, overplayed. I mean, on the other hand, he had gotten Ravage out of the way. He had gotten everyone yeah. else to safety at that point. So I can see him, you know, that being genuine. But, but no. yeah, I mean, there is... As he's kneeling in front of them, there's that little back gun that I guess is his... Uh, his old old toy yeah shoulder uh, gun modes barrel is sticking out so i don't know if that is actually a functional gun in this iteration of his body or not uh no oh, it's his uh, alt mode turret the tank gun oh okay which is weird he still turns into a tank and he's supposed to be a pacifist but he really isn't oh megatron well i mean He's not really. I I don't know that the Lost Light has facilities for those sort of body upgrades. Yeah, they can give you leg guns though. Just mm. just ask Trailbreaker. <laughs> well, the thing is, it's leg. three shots, which is confusing. It it could be Nickel just shooting somebody in the head. Oh, Nickel! It could be Dasaurus turning on them after hearing Megatron's answer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Nickel and Death Source, because that's the thing, is when Tarn orders her, or when Tarn orders Death Source to send his troops in, that look he shares with Nickel, she is obviously looking concerned back at him. Yeah, she's got a little frown uh, so on her face. So she's definitely, you know, sympathizing with him here. Uh, so yeah, I am really, <laughs> really curious to see how things pan out next issue. Yeah. But uh, I, I seem to have been wrong so far about uh, Chrome Dome and Rewind getting killed in this yeah. story arc. So that's nice. Though at some point, my poor traumatized soul is going to have to process all that stuff the Overlord said and and be really upset about that. He's exaggerating. Yeah, he is an asshole. He, he's the he's Ramsey nice Bolton guy. of this series. I, I was thinking that too when I was... At least earlier, you know, as we were talking about it in the podcast, I was thinking, well, because, you know, because that was just on yesterday to to lift the curtain a little. We record this on Monday usually, but yeah. So, so yeah, he was being the Ramsey Bolton. He was making it as awful as he possibly could uh, because he's a jerk. Yeah. What a jerk. So, so yeah, that was, this is, this is good. It's good stuff. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, one more to Even go. Even when it makes me sad. And then we're back to normal, yep. le- less life-threatening stories of fun and adventure, hopefully. And getting revenge yeah, on Getaway! Like... Yay! 
I mean, it looks like one more to go, and then we've got a... Oh, man, what if this whole thing was... What if the, the deception was uh, them, like, luring the DJD there, so then the Lost Light can come back and blow them all up, and they didn't... They weren't actually traitors at all. <laughs> I think it'd be more I don't think we're that lucky. <laughs> yeah... I'm I'm wondering, considering everything that's happening now, if what's inside the planet, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. maybe Rung, maybe Rung is a key connected in some way to a Titan. I think I said that last time. It's like Rung is part of that machine, the planet. Yeah. Maybe Rung is a headmaster for a Unicron. Ooh. Well, he is orange, so. Yeah, he's the right color. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm wondering if there's. You know what they find in the planet is going to be related to the the Titans returning, uh, which would definitely be cool uh, and appropriate for the characters who went, considering it's someone known for being a headmaster and someone who turns into a key and nobody knows what he goes to. Ooh, Titan Master Rome. Ooh, ah, oh, and we'd finally get a toy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, so yeah, one more issue of this, and then judging by the covers, we uh, we have some Fort Max and Red Alert adventures, mm. which sounds cool. Uh, so yeah, I think that's it. You ready to wrap it up, guys? You can edit this yep. out. <laughs> I think so, yeah. All right. All right, so we will be back next week uh, with whatever news happens to have happened. Uh, in the meantime, uh, this has been Jen. And Alex. And David. Good night. Mm. Yay.